Hello, welcome to Loud Friends. Uh, it is episode twenty-seven. Wow, twenty-seven episodes, Mike. That's pretty cool. That's Getting a lot of. There. That's a lot of show. That's a lot of talking. Uh, my name is Zach Bruin, and joining me, as always, uh, is the only man who can show you how to tie a bok tie. It's Mike Egan. Oh God! Hey, everybody. How Jesus? How's it going? The last episode, I guess, because I my comedic genius is not appreciated here. <laughs> oh, I thought it was because I finally got disgusted enough with you to to refuse to return for another episode. But uh, <laughs> I mean that that was apropos because uh, uh, this past weekend was the nineteenth anniversary of the uh, initial release of Bakta in Japan. And you think I don't check and know these things? You think I don't? Yeah. I didn't know that, but it's, I, <laughs> your finger on the pulse. Mm-hmm. Bakhtai <laughs> Nation. <laughs> the, the the steadily weakening pulse. Yeah. What uh, what do you call the uh, the collective group of Bakhtai fans? What's the uh what's the what do you guys go by? Um I don't know that we have a let me look at the Discord. What is the Discord server called? No, that's nothing. Um I don't know. I don't know that there's a name for the community. I don't think we ever I was hoping you would make one up, but that's okay. Oh, I see. You wanted me to yes and you. Well, preferably. Like, like one of those comedy podcasts would do. <laughs> How is everything going? How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Um, things are going good. I, uh, I've had a steady stream of, of freelance work that's been keeping me real busy. I'm, uh, I'm making rent. And... Huge. Not only that, um, it is, it's not here yet it's not in my possession but i have ordered a new chair Ooh, baby tell me everything very exciting i'm very excited for it because this thing has started um i think i mentioned it started like peeling apart sloughing (laughs) yeah the the um whatever like vinyl coating is Mm -hmm. just coming off and it's getting everywhere uh so it's time to go i've been sitting on it for uh well every day for two years and well a little more than two years now but uh uh yeah i think i got it in like 2018 i don't know it's old whatever uh i got myself a a steel case gesture you did it you got the fucking gesture you're kidding me i did i did Did you get it new i did yeah it's uh it's an investment yes yeah but this is this is what i do for a living this is where i'm gonna be forever so <laughs> i better make it comfortable i can't really talk you know i got i got a the herman miller with the crazy fucking cross hatch back and yes right it's been i so the one thing i will say is i did think it had a feature that it did not come with unfortunately oh it was supposed to be like this uh it's like this tilt mechanism so you like pull it out and you're able to like it tilts like the whole chair just like forward a bit and it's particularly oh. good I, I don't know what it is like this is just like developers have bad posture and i think it's because when you're really like trying to get in and understand the code you just need to like be within a foot of it hoping Uh that like it'll help transfer the information quicker yeah Uh um it didn't come with that which is you know honestly fine it it feels much much better and much more uh uh, scaled to my body as opposed to my last Mm. one which like just felt like maybe 15 percent too big and i I felt that like every day yeah yeah well, I congratulations. Um, so Thank is, you. So with your order, is, are the steel case gestures like back ordered for a while or? 
are you um, like are you gonna get this thing in like october or yeah no um luckily it doesn't seem like it i think it's i just got a, a an email today i think it's supposed to ship on this coming monday no good for you yeah i remember so, i remember throwing money down for mine and it's like i don't remember even when i ordered it it could have been it was after we had already moved in it was probably it was probably may and it was like yeah no it had to have been early th- i don't know i i don't remember when i ordered it but it, it was a good two month delay before it mm. showed up because they were so back ordered but uh sure but i got to like pick the colors and stuff yeah right oh i'm real excited i got a i got it's uh a two-tone uh blue and white that's what i got too really yeah my seat here my seat's blue and the chair back and chair back is white same for me we're gonna be chair twins finally ah we gotta change the name of the podcast we're chair twins (laughs) now (laughs) and frankly uh it's about damn time (laughs) too many podcasts you know they stick with the same title for years and years they care about their brands they care about uh listener loyalty um uh here's a hot take fuck all that (laughs) (laughs) we're not into that stuff chair twins is the future well that's great uh it's it's very very good to hear i'm i'm doing uh pretty good as well i'm actually i'm on the eve of a vacation i was supposed to take a while ago uh this weekend i'm heading to st louis becca and i are both heading to st louis Uh, and we kind of realized that it is the first vacation that we've taken that's like just us to like go on a vacation uh technically our honeymoon i guess yeah like not not Uh for like a family thing or like another event yeah uh but we we are using a a very generous hotels.com gift card that we got from Mm -hmm. our our parents to pay for it so i would say it's technically the uh technically the honeymoon yeah totally (laughs) um and there's a there's a handful of things that we're going to want to do in St. Louis. There's the city museum, of course, ubiquitous. Um, oh, sure. The, the aquariums down there, they got a botanical garden, all good and fine. You going to climb the arch? Uh, yes, that's a, <laughs> yeah, that's actually right before we leave because there will yeah. be police that come right. after <laughs> the arch guards, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, one thing I didn't realize about St. Louis is that they are actually the home of the Budweiser headquarters. Oh, and I am not 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 necessarily a Budweiser fan. I don't. It's not. It wasn't the oh. beer I drank. It wasn't the shitty on, beer Zach. I drank growing up. I can see the neon sign behind your head. We're a Miller House, thank you. <laughs> okay. But one thing I didn't, re- and of course, like with it being the headquarters and stuff, they like do it like brewery tours and stuff. Naturally, of course, they've got beer making tours, all this sort of all this sort of stuff. One thing I didn't realize that they have though is that you can do a special tour where you just get to meet the budweiser clydesdales what yeah <laughs> you no get to go you way. get to go hang out and like take pictures with the horses and stuff oh my god and in addition to this i was thinking about it and like becca's way into horses becca rode horses when they were younger uh, sure. they're playing red dead 2 right now they can't get enough of <laughs> all the fucking horse uh uh-huh. content in that video game i don't think i've ever touched or interact with a horse in my life i like i'm re- i really tried to think about it and it just it never really came up like there was a yeah. there was maybe someone's birthday party or some like school activity where we got to like ride there might have been horses there but like i rode a donkey around in a circle and was like mildly okay, yeah. terrified as a child that's uh-huh. like a fun thing but yeah the first horse that i'm gonna 
interact with is going to be a fucking Budweiser Clydesdale. So that's incredible. We're on that shit. That's that's happening Sunday afternoon, and we're thrilled. That's something to put on the resume right there. I would say so. The first horse I ever interacted with was one of the Budweiser Clydesdales. Thank you very it, much. It would be one of those perfect, like, if you work at a fucking corporate place, like icebreaker sort of thing that they make you do. Sure. That CEOs yeah. fucking love to do. Yeah. Not really quite in that world anymore. Yeah. Thank God. Luckily. Well, that sounds like it's going to be an incredible experience. <laughs> it'll be an incredible experience we did look at the weather and it is supposed to hit 100 degrees on saturday unfortunately <laughs> so we're going to try and do all of our indoor stuff uh that day yeah Good uh, idea. yeah not sure not sure if the missouri quite gets the benefit of the shifting winds that chicago gets so i'm uh yeah i'm expecting it to be pretty sticky probably it's been it's we're hey we're getting into it now summer sure uh it started a little slow, but uh, it heated up there. Yeah, we we're at that point of. Um, actually, this is something I'll get into later. I do have some some slight weather related stuff to talk about. Okay. Um, let's. Um, so last podcast we couldn't stop talking about neon white, neon white this, neon white that, neon white yeah. marry me, neon white take my first child. You know the standard yeah. stuff. Yes. Um, we both finished that game, and I think it would be nice just to kind of touch base and do a a nice little wrap up on how we how we felt about it yeah we haven't done this before where we've both played a game at the same time and now we can we, we finished it almost at the same time and now we can come back and, and put a nice little cap on it i'm trying to think if that has happened ever outside of even the context of this podcast and i'm not quite sure it has you thought like finishing a game together yeah yeah i i don't think so not that i'm aware of no maybe mm, i was gonna say maybe risk of rain yeah, you know, we did finish your screen together. The second one, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so one. <laughs> <laughs> Neon White, number two, you're on the list. Here we go. Um, So the when I ended up finishing that, this was actually, Becca was away on, much much like uh, your situation, uh, my partner was away on like a week and a half like vacation out to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And so the first weekend that they were gone, I just like, I flew through the rest of neon white more or less. I was just like churning through that thing. Um, I, I found it overall to be a fairly tidy package. I felt like everything was wrapped up pretty good. I was fine with the ending. I, I enjoyed myself. Like the, the levels escalated very cool. Like in the last, like the last like third of that thing. Um, Oh, by the way, um, here's your, your spoiler warning for for neon white, by the way. It's not, it's not like the most massive, like narratively driven thing, but like we will probably spoil right. some mechanics and some bits and pieces. So here's yeah. your, here's your warning. If you give a shit about that. No, I, I thought it was good. Like the, the way that the levels kept escalating, uh, particularly the, <laughs> the, uh, the rocket launcher that you get just feels so fucking good. Yes. It oh my t- God. Took me right back to like the rocket jumping team fortress two days and felt right. like just yeah. as good. Yeah. And that's absolutely what they're going for. Um, the it, it's a rocket launcher slash uh, grappling hook. Yeah, you discard it and it becomes a, a grappling hook, which just gets used in wild ways later on. Just the coolest, yeah. Like the as the levels escalate, the the final like the whole final probably two chapters of that game just each level becomes these wild like Rube Goldbergian machines. And, and you just have to, like, become a machine yourself of just, like, 
mindless execution, uh, which is what the game has been training you for up to that point. And uh, yeah, a lot of the a lot of the rocket launcher grappling hook stuff is is very cool. Yeah, you, at a certain point, you do kind of just turn into Spider Man, like yeah, it, a little bit. Yeah, it really is just you are flying through these like uh, metro buildings and just like going really far distances using these grappling hooks, and it just it feels uh, very fun and very fresh compared to a lot of the other like more relatively contained uh, smaller scale levels that you go through earlier. Yeah, I ne- that never occurred to me that they're very Spider Man. Especially because of like the the urban, like modern urban environment that you end absolutely, up in. Yeah, 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 that's cool. So one the, one thing that I sort of took umbrage with the game for that we should talk about, I think, are the boss encounters. Okay, I didn't love the boss encounters. I especially because it's okay. So it it's cool because the, the boss encounters with you're, you're fighting neon green. Who's kind of the big bad, your, your adversary throughout the whole game. And, um, it's, it's cool because they, the boss encounters still like follow the, the setup of the rest of the game in that they are like, you you know, it's still a, a, a string of, uh, uh, moves that you're pulling off with these cards and like killing demons across the way to, to get more cards and you know, you're running through the level. Um, and once in a while you, you know, you bop green, uh, to deal some damage to his health bar. Those levels though, tend to be much longer than any other level. And so the, it failing one of those levels feels like a much harsher punishment than any other level and those are the levels that i was getting most frustrated at because once you've put like two and a half to three minutes into a level and then have to restart it mm-hmm. to try to to clear it uh for the first time is it's not a it's not a fun experience and it's it's fairly it's it just feels different from the rest of the game where it's like Okay, I died in like thirty seconds. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll I'll try this again five times. No problem. I'm not going to even feel that. But but these were a little more frustrating. I felt. I see that. I think I I think I empathize with that take. I I didn't have as strong of of reaction as that. But I will say, like, of the levels that go back and play, I didn't really want to go back and do the boss ones again because the length of them felt more prohibitive so like once i cleared them i was like a little bit relieved but i did not write like right. hate them and that could be just be i, I didn't uh have as start of a time getting through them in like a couple of attempts but like i can see that dragging when you're you know i don't know on your fourth attempt and it's like minute 11 or something right, right. and like that doesn't sound like a lot but you are also like uh, uh executing like very tight actions one right after another. I wouldn't say that I like out and out hated them uh, in hindsight. A low light um, though, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just felt like th- uh, a break in the momentum of the game to me. Like everything That's else fair. was like really moving forward. And then when you get to those, it would be like a, a cork in the bottle for a little bit. And like it would, it would, it was something to surmount still like very satisfying to clear um, like all the other levels so like it, it isn't um it didn't break the magic for me you know it mm-hmm. was just something i felt was like eh you know that that was a it was it was kind of a sticking point where i was like okay let's 
let's move on, please. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I I think it was I was a little bit relieved that they structured them in the way that they did, just because I was kind of worried about how you would. I, th- I think the thing they do do well is that like they still stick to their core mechanics as you're going through them. Like they don't yeah. try to change those up or muddle those or like just like mangle them to fit the structure of a boss fight. They made yeah. the boss fight structure stick around, like mold around the mechanics, which I thought was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't, I don't think I have like a big disagreeing, like sticking point to anything that you said though. Like they're definitely not, I thought they were neat how they were handled, but like, I'm not dying to go back to play them. Like I said, which is not like yeah. the case for a lot of other levels. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not like a, it's not a big low, but it definitely isn't that like the high point of the game. They're still they're still really satisfying to play. I think it is just like I don't know something about the length and how punishing it feels when when you have to go back to the beginning of that. But they are still like really fun, satisfying levels um, when you look at them on the whole. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I don't know. it was just something that I that I felt. Do you feel good about all of the um, all like the character like side quests like oh, side I love quest those. missions? Oh, yeah. so good! Like real so good. Yeah. They they all in, like had their own uh, each each character's side quest levels has their own gimmick to them like uh, neon yellows uh, doesn't let you use any of the discard powers uh, neon red is like all about traversal and and keeping in the air a lot of the time yeah I think a lot of reds too are kind of like it's almost like the opposite of neons where it's like incredibly reliant on the discard powers right I think. yeah yeah. Um, and then neon violets, which are just masochistic, yeah, yeah I, I like spike levels, punishing, yeah, um, which are very the, fun. Yeah, and each of the music in all of those two just suited, the yeah, flavor of those levels so well. Like yeah, they just across the board, it's very, very impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they all fit the characters really well, um, and yeah, all like really interesting explorations of the different ways that you can play this game and all really fun to, to go through. I'm glad that those were included. Um, it, it fed in really well to like, it, it made a, a cool like multi-step or, or, or multi-layer like um, uh, incentive to keep playing the game, if this makes sense. I'm, I, what I mean by that is like... Um, in order to get to those side quest levels, you need to attain the gifts to give to each of those characters so that you can unlock them and like get through. It switches off like, you oh, you, this time you unlocked dialogue with your gift, or this time you unlocked a side quest. Um, so like that's incentivizing you to play back through those levels, um, the, the main game levels, in the different weird ways you need to in order to find the gifts, and then the side quests are like, and like you start doing that because, oh, I, I want to see what these characters have to offer. But then like the side quests pull you through um, in, in another way because they're just so fucking fun to play. Right. Cause it's not just the, the rewards aren't just a dialogue or like additional situations or like, like building the relationship, even though it's, I mean, it's kind of the system that does that, but that is, it doesn't really carry over to anything else mechanically in the game. Right. Um, but it's yeah, it's it feels so good that those are sprinkled in there. Again, it's just like recognizing what it does well. It's like, well, hey, like what if we just put that in this like sequence as well? Um, right. It, to- it totally fucking works. Yeah, and they're like a nice little breather when you've 
uh, this is how I played was like, I would, when I finished a chapter and had like, uh, gotten all of the gifts, then I would go back to like the hub and, and talk to everybody. And during that, like off time, go through yes. and get the side quests. Yeah. yeah. The, the balance there always feels so good because it feels like the break time, right? Like, yeah, right. It's, it's the good kind of, um, like flow chart of like action to chill that you just kind of like sinusoidally yeah. like, you know. I'm doing a wave motion with my arm that only I can <laughs> yeah. see, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I'm so, as I've kind of looked into more people's impression of the game, the thing that I'm so surprised at is that people had like a really hard time like jiving the voice acting and like the writing and stuff. I didn't have oh, any yeah. issues with that like at all. Like it's, it's a little, it's kind of hokey, but like not in a way where they didn't clearly like put quality effort into each of the parts of it even like the voice actors themselves are like sure it's hammy but like that's what the game is like right yeah no absolutely and it's sort of like set up in a kind of like visual novel like dating simulator uh uh aesthetic or or context which like kind of lends itself to that sort of performance so yeah no i was i was surprised to to uh when when you told me that um, last week or the week before, because uh, I haven't really seen anybody else's impressions outside of like just the the critical like uproar and how great the game was, um, so yeah, I thought that was weird. I I liked the performances. I came to like uh, really like all the characters, and I really enjoyed the story. So yeah, I don't know. That's I, matter of taste, I guess. I don't know. I I guess so. Yeah, I I thought it was fairly complete. Like I, it's yeah, especially as you kind of get towards the end, I like the one thing I will say is like, maybe like the pacing towards the end was like, it started to drag as they started to kind of explain what exactly was going on in it. But like, it's fine. Like, you, yeah, they, no. they can do that. It didn't like take up an obtuse amount of time. I think I was maybe also just kind of like tired from playing so much of it in like a four day span where it's like, sure, okay, yeah, 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 sure, sure. Like God's doing this. He's, you know, then there's a bubble world and we got to get down into the, uh, complete the book. And, all sorts yeah. of things like that. So, uh, so maybe I was just like kind of ready for it to, you know, be yeah. done, but like it, it, it wrapped up. Okay. I thought it was, it was totally fine. Yeah, no, I, I didn't feel any of that. I, I, I think complete is the right word. I like, even with the, you know, having some frustration with the, the boss encounters, I, I never felt playing through this game. Like I never, there was never a moment where I was like, okay, it was fun and and now we got to this no it, it it really did feel complete and like um yeah that was that was a that was a a five-star experience in my uh in my estimation you mentioned um i don't know if you had anything you wanted anything more you wanted to talk about uh, you mentioned uh completing the book and the uh the part of the game where you where you get uh is, is it one of the pages from the book of life I think yeah oh is man one of the final like cards quote unquote that that you get um and it's fucking incredible <laughs> it, it, yeah it like man so it like it takes the limiters off because it you can't so the the card is it doesn't have any so when you we, we mentioned this left last time but like when you use a card when you left click it attacks when you right click you use the discard ability whatever that may be this um, page of the Book of Life, which you don't need to know what that means, uh, 
is it doesn't have an attack. It doesn't have a left click ability. Um, but when you right click it, you instantly teleport to and kill whatever demon is in your crosshairs. And which, it, and it doesn't discard it either. It stays and it, in right, there. and it does not discard. Um, and this is regardless of distance. There's no limit on the distance whatsoever. So it just it makes the final levels just like. Yeah, it's exactly right. Like if, if Neon White was like slow rolling you and giving you like piece by piece, this is like, okay, we're going to inject Neon White into your fucking veins now. Good luck. Yeah, right. It, it feels like it feels like the DLC that would come out in three months or like a it feels like a speed running mod that someone would make. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's like here is here is like the 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 most idealized version of Neon White where you can instantly, you know, be at the next demon and and just here's, zip through here's freak mode <laughs> right yeah no yeah buy it's, a it's wrist freak brace <laughs> <laughs> yes yes yeah it is freak mode um and it feels incredible it does yeah it's <laughs> man i i don't know how i forgot about this final levels yet it just it really it's it's a good steady gradual climb like inclination of it's like all right here's some of the weapons all right here's like it just gets a little bit more incrementally wild and then it, yeah you're right it just it rips the hood off Have it fun. feels like a reward it's like well you made yeah. it this far so here you go pal you did mm, it mm-hmm. i i remember getting to that point and realizing what that power did and i was just like oh fuck this is like this is their victory lap this is like okay that's yeah that's actually a perfect way to put it right where, yeah um yeah, like we're mechanically, they're just like, I, I think, yeah, I think we've set our piece on that. It just, it makes me so happy that they did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad they put that in. It, it, it feels so good. Um, yeah, worthwhile shit. to, to complete that game. All right, Neon White has the Loud Friends uh, seal of approval. Thank you, Neon White. Thank you for your service. Um, we, uh. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about our ourselves for a little bit, and then we can sort of swing back to video games. I sure. Think. Yes, as you as you had mentioned just before the show started, Lauren is is out on a trip visiting family right now. Um, yes, and you, it also coincided with when work for you, like a project, just got like wrapped up. Uh, so you are a king of the castle, and it's I. Just me. Uh, it's you know it's a it's a lovely feeling when uh when your partner is adventurous or has like things to go do and they're just like hey i'll be gone for like a week it's like oh i'll miss you so much it's like and you do but also you know it's like this is my domain now i can (laughs) right yeah i I, I get to i get to dude out a little bit yeah yeah um it's it's really weird because we've uh we've been together in this apartment every single day for like two years um and so it was it's very weird to uh i don't think i i think this is the first time that either one of us has been alone in the apartment um and the other one has has gone somewhere else for like more than an hour or so or so so wild um this is the world we live in yeah um so yeah it's uh i kind of don't really know what to do with myself i'm like i'm getting there like it's uh it's been this is my third day alone so i'm i'm getting up to speed i um i spent i spent the first day like kind of just feeling sad and uh just trying to figure out like what time means um yeah oh yeah especially when you also lose work that's like okay that's all structure gone like 
uh, Lauren like doing things at certain times of the day would sort of give me uh, like little subconscious benchmarks of like, oh, she's making lunch now. So, you know, I don't know, like sit up a little bit and make sure you're doing this. And I don't know. It, it's hard to explain, right? I know what you're talking about. It's the it's the someone else just like being in your space makes you more self-conscious just like of yourself not not in a like in a judgmental not a bad way, way either. no but just like, in a like oh right because someone else is there i'm then like perceiving myself in a way and i'm like just like acknowledging like you i don't know there's something like interesting where when you are just by yourself you you lose some of that and mm-hmm. you're like sort of what you should do or need to do again in a very like in a very subconscious way, just fades yeah. away. You can or, like or even even just as simple as like, uh, oh, she's doing this, so it's this part of the day, and yes. this is what this part of the day feels like. I know when I am in in time and space. Yeah, the kind of like cohabitating rhythms of the day. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that is lost, um, and and so yeah, to to lose that, at, and then at the same time, um, this project that I was. Uh, supposed to be wrapping up on Friday, instead wrapped up on Monday. <laughs> um, very shortened timeline, and so I suddenly realized I just have a vacation week. So, yeah, after after getting over the initial sadness of like, oh, my partner isn't here, um, and we can't do all the things that we usually do together. Um, I watched two movies yesterday. Oh hell yeah, dude! What'd you watch? Uh, I watched. Uh, you watched a Green Knight twice. <laughs> yeah at uh at lunch that, that's that's what we call shrek right <laughs> at at lunch i watched um true stories which is a, a film directed by uh talking heads frontman david byrne um it's very good uh very um sort of pre-andersonian very very wes anderson to me it felt oh, like. um, interesting. in certain ways um it's also uh john goodman's first big uh break in hollywood no shit yeah weird um, wow he was great in that i love john goodman um so that was fun i watched the making of after that if there's a making of on the disc you know i'm throwing that on um <laughs> and then then for uh for dinner i threw on um i have a big old uh box set from criterion of uh the films of jacques tati oh um, yes uh wait hold on yeah of playtime fame yes yes oh nice. uh which is what i watched last night um oh awesome did i how'd you I, like it i didn't want to start at the start i wanted to pick like the big thing that he's known for because i feel like that's a good way to to get introduced to yeah right you yeah yes of course of course you listen yeah you listen to well i'm sorry i said listen to i, I i'm thinking of this in terms of like bands but like you go no, but it's and, the same like, yeah take the bite out of the best apple and if you like the taste right you, you start to you know explore other stuff this was my thought yeah i had fun it, it was it was a fun film um a little slow at times maybe it was maybe a little bit longer than i expected it to be yeah definitely a pacing adjustment definitely a length yeah. uh sort of yeah thing. but it's um, um it, it's cool though it, it it goes places the structure of it feels very different from a lot of conventional films oh definitely yeah no it, it is it is a very different movie and like it's just kind of going and I don't want to say meandering because that implies a like sluggishness when, uh, it, it, 
is in fact like very frenetic at times it feels like it has a lot of intention yes certainly um yeah and i i from what i understand from like the back of the box this was his like extremely over budget uh like this was him swinging for the fences so um, i can absolutely see that it feels that way yeah um but yeah i i I had a good time with it and i'm looking forward to like uh seeing some of his other things i i hear like traffic is is up there as well um and then the others i know about to a lesser extent um let me know what you think. I would love I would love a, a recommendation of the next uh, Tatis movie to watch. Um, yeah. I saw that one at the Music Box, which was mostly oh. good. It, it was cool. It was nice to see it like with a, a, a group of people. Yeah. Still, I'm not sure. It's still it's something about like the Music Box can be dependent like seat to seat. I've had like instances oh, sure. of just like you hit like the 45 minute mark and just something in the, in your tailbone is just not feeling super great. And you just kind of have to yeah. deal with that pain throughout the movie or, uh, that is, that is one of those where maybe being at the music box would, would hamper it because of the comfort a little bit, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Good movie though. Very good movie. Yeah. I, I got a lot queued up of, uh, I mean, that's, that's, I'm pointing now that's that stack on top of, on top of my, uh, record player is also, uh, there's, there's ed- more ed- the editor's cloud. note decent looking stack <laughs> thank you for those at home um i have queued up i was i was going to watch tonight before the pod i was gonna watch um shin godzilla Ooh, i haven't seen that which is uh a a re- modern remake of godzilla directed by um hideaki ano the uh creator of evangelion i didn't know he directed that are you kidding me yes um if you haven't, you should look up the trailer. It looks incredible. So I Fuck. think I'm going to do that tomorrow night um, and have a really good time. He's also currently finishing uh, Shin Ultraman. What? <laughs> which I'm very excited about. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know how you... Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's leave that there. Yeah. Uh, it, have Has your... Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Final note. Um everybody listening to this look up the trailer for for shin godzilla also it looks like just from the trailer the impression that i get is that it looks like live action anime and they got it right Mm. it just looks so fucking interesting and i i can't wait to watch it i'm gonna have to report back on that i i'm i'm chomping at the bit to watch that i had no idea he did that that makes me infinitely curious about it shit yeah yeah i'm gonna prioritize watching that at some point nice uh have mm, so has your sleep schedule fallen to shit yet with lauren B. no oh that's good god bless incredibly yeah no i i have uh i have had um a lot of discipline when it comes to that uh i've just made myself go to bed at a normal time good on you i have my alarms on that was that was one of the things that i like specifically didn't want to let uh myself drop the ball on while lauren's away is like i don't want to i don't want my sleep to get all fucked up and then you come back and then and you're just in shambles (laughs) right yeah i'm in shambles and like uh maybe you're on a different sleep schedule and that fucks me up and or i fuck you up or like i just want us to be like you know come back and we just like dovetail right back to to normal sleep and everybody's cool 
Um, the, the funny thing is that when Becca came back, they were on the West Coast and they mm. were spending a bunch of time with friends and staying up too late. So we both had fucked up sleep schedules that like dovetailed yeah. nicely as they came back. Funny enough, um, still sucked. I, 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 I at this age can't recommend anyone fucks their sleep schedule up for any reason. But while they were gone, I I did have a couple of times where I was out doing stuff and I still like. I in a weird way like proved to myself like oh no I can I can still stay up a little bit late like I'm not yeah. I'm not totally washed yet like I <laughs> yeah I uh, I went out to a concert that went late and like I had to end up walking back from the venue to my house because like the buses weren't running or like oh, just yeah. weren't coming and I'm very frugal and very stubborn and I just like walked like the two miles back or whatever um and yeah. I ended up at, like going to bed at like one a.m. or something I was like oh nice hell yeah let's go and I I uh, I stayed over at a buddy's like cookout for the uh, the fourth weekend, uh, but same deal I like I spent like six hours at their place I uh, tried to cook some chicken over a charcoal grill which I had never used before and um it didn't burn them entirely I how would I describe this I char they were charred they were uh they had a, a, a pleasant yeah. char on them uh not a lot of people showed up char? So, not a lot of people showed up so not a lot of them got eaten unfortunately so there's yeah. there's that um but it was it was cool i i had planned enough stuff to do with other folks to because this thing this thing happens too whenever like becca's gone for like a couple stretch of days where like i don't know i just find that like you don't you don't say as many words throughout the day like out like yeah. out loud uh which like the, the cats are good for because you know they they're good for a couple of weird non sequiturs yeah um mm-hmm. but like you hit a point after like day two or three and it's like have i like looked at another person <laughs> like in the last yeah. 36 hours right uh and it can get weird i i tend to talk to myself a lot when i'm alone oh okay just to like whether it's just like saying like saying things aloud helps me like think things out or like keep things in my head so I don't instantly forget them. So I do that a lot when I'm alone. I'll do that every now and again. I think I think I gotta be in the right mood for it. Yeah, I've also just like generally talked less since the pandemic started. <laughs> just like day to day, and no, like we'll we'll um we'll have Mary over for for pizza and like we'll all be like talking all night and then. Um, she'll, she'll go home for the night and I'll be like, my throat hurts. Like just oh, from I, yeah, talking I've had, the three of us. I've had that happen a lot too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Like in a way that didn't used to happen. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I'm, I've, I've had that exact same thing happen. It is, it is very yeah. bizarre. It's a, it's a different world. Speaking of a different world, Mike, uh, you finished one of my favorite games recently. I actually wonder how, I wonder if we're going to have enough time for this. Uh, yeah, we I, can, we can maybe fit I it did. in. How much I've, how much time do you uh, want to spend on talking about Chrono Trigger? So I, I finished a lot of games recently. There was like a weekend where I finished like four or five games in two You're days. shitting me. Really? What did you finish? E- everything you finish? just kind of like came together. I have my, here I have my backlogged page open. Um, I finished, so I finished Neon White. Mm-hmm. And then I went back and finished Tunic. Oh, would you recommend and that? Did then, you like that all the way through? Um, I, I did. Yes. Okay. I, I was, I was dumb and I, I left like just a little hanging bit until the end and then like came back and finished it in like 30 minutes and I kind of felt like an idiot. Um, 
the thing where you if you didn't you didn't follow through like as you were playing it consistently so like it didn't land as hard yeah. or yeah right yeah yeah a little bit but like then if, if you're able to like sort of back up and take an overview and sort of shove that back with the rest of the experience that you had um yeah good game like that game cool um i finished uh the the teenage mutant ninja turtles game that just came out shredder's revenge oh me and david have been meaning to play that it's great it's fun mm-hmm. it's a it's a it's a fun little blast um i finished citizen sleeper i know um, of i know of that game we have not talked about that yet yeah another rpg um i loved it i i, I absolutely loved it i was uh that was my um my bedtime game the game mm-hmm. i play in bed um uh, before sleep uh and yeah just just a great little uh like eking out a life in a in a precarious place uh yeah it really landed for me really good really good shit and then finally uh at the very end of that i i finished uh the the game that i started let me double check this but i'm pretty sure uh that i started in february oh wow this year Chrono Trigger, which uh, has has been uh, one in a, in a long line of like Mike plays the classics going back and like playing classic games that I never got to. My memory could just be shit, but I'm not sure if I ever knew that you had formally started it yet. No, yeah, I don't think we ever talked about it. Um, That's great. It's, I, it's, an, it's a delightful little surprise for me. This is yeah. very cool. I didn't know that, that you ever played it. It was one of like the only RPGs that I played when I was younger that like really stuck. Like everyone else has their Final okay. Fantasy or their Earthbound, but like for me it was like Chrono Trigger imprinted on me when I was super young. I think it was the first kind of like turn-based combat that I gave a shit about besides like Pokemon, yeah. right? Sure, sure. Yeah. It's a good one. It is I uh, I now that I I have a little more RPG experience under my belt, like I've played Earthbound and I've played Final Fantasy 7. Um, I mean, yeah, I've played a lot of Pokemon. Um, still holds up pretty good. Easily one of the best. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Um, I, yeah, I loved it. Uh, I, I loved it the whole way through. And like, we were talking about the music earlier today before the pod. Um, that is, yeah, just some of the best video game music that, that I've ever heard that. Yeah. That I will absolutely go to bat for. It's one of those things where I think, uh, stuff that I've played when I was younger, like the, the music is very easy to go to bat for because it's so like removed from like the experience of everything else. And then mm-hmm. I'm always worried to like go back to it and like see that. Uh, I, I don't know the best analogy for it, but like sometimes those games don't age well. Um, yeah. And they just don't feel sure. fun or good to play through anymore. Yeah. It's, it it's interesting because um, I played, um, I, I played the DS version. So I'm not sure if there are like a ton or any um, like, mechanical changes i don't think so not that um, i remember because i remember playing through that ds version okay after playing through the it i couldn't remember there being that many differences that being said the difference between when i played it on the super nintendo when i was younger and playing it on the ds is like that's a pretty sizable amount of time but like sure it it seemed mostly the same from what i can recall i think when i was looking up like which version should i should i go and play i think the consensus was like they're they're close enough and like the ds has some cool additions so play the ds version mm-hmm. um so that's the one that i played um but i the the point i that i wanted to make and i think i just realized this now is that like when i went back and played final fantasy 7 um and loved it i 
uh, I was playing it with a bunch of like modern quality of life updates where yeah. like you can you can you know make the the uh, speed of the game go three times as fast or you can turn off encounters or you can you know buff yourself um and this chrono trigger doesn't have any of that and it's really it doesn't need it chrono mm. trigger doesn't need any any of that because i it is because of how uh purposefully designed i guess it is it's just it's so extremely well designed I, I really loved the thing that I loved coming coming to Chrono Trigger from other um, RPGs like in that time period and um, e- even ones also developed by Square was the encounter system and uh, um, yeah not necessarily the I mean the battle system was also great but the encounters themselves and the way that they were all of the monsters were extant on the overworlds and you could see them. And um, so, so none of the battles in Chrono Trigger were random. There were no like random battles to want to turn off. Um, every battle that you come across, you see it coming. Sometimes you can avoid it. Like if you're just backtracking through an area you've been to six or seven times and you, you don't feel like one-shotting this low-level monster you can get around them um i thought it was really cool and made it all feel really authored um as opposed to just like having a a random encounter system where it's it's just there for you to grind if you need it and you for you to put up with if you don't Mm -hmm. um whereas in chrono trigger all of the and like it it gets you to the end of the game on a on a good like curve of getting you to the right level and and getting you powerful enough to fight you know the final boss or bosses of the game um so that was really interesting to me is that like all of the encounters are just like plop this one is here like it's it it's always going to be here whenever you you come to this place you know the first time the second time um yeah all just like like meaningfully placed in the world and the fact that when you uh, start a battle you don't like transition to another screen all the battles play out right there on the overworld and you're just fighting there in place um i also really liked and thought that was that was really like cool and different in that in that space for the genre and for the time period i'm curious about what aspect of the game like gripped you and kept you like actually made you kind of finish it because i you know i could what what pieces of that felt best i so yeah so i i played it over five months so there were periods where like i hadn't played it for you know a couple of weeks or maybe for a month at a time um and i would see my my 3ds sitting on my uh nightstand and i would think to myself oh yeah i I should finish that i gotta finish that like towards the end i would be like do i really want to finish that and then I would uh, hear the music in my head and my fucking heart just melted and I had to go, I had to go back in because it's, I mean, Square knows how to write fucking RPG music. They're so good at it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It it just fits that world and each of its time periods and each of its areas so well. And the, and the beats of the story and like all the different, I was so glad that I did because I, I loved all the different characters that you met, like 
Robo really got me. Oh, Robo rules, dude. Um, at Frog, Frog kicks ass. Yes, yeah. Um, yeah, my 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 um go to uh, trio was uh, Chrono, Frog, and Luca. Oh yeah, yeah, Luca's. Those great. are my faves. Um, yeah, so just like the, I, I would it would just be like the the music like weakened my defenses to to maybe not wanting to go back and finish it and then like that just like let everything else rushing in like the where i'm at in the story like i actually care to see what happens and then like all the characters like i know where where i am with each of them and like it it was just so well built it was such a well-built game it's so interesting to me because like the the music is still the thing after all these years that does stand out to me of of course there's uh, aspects of the uh, of the uniqueness of the narrative, kind of like the different time traveling stuff that you go through and like kind of plucking these different folks from different time periods in an effort yeah. to save the world from like an extraterrestrial, um, you know, superpower. Um, yeah. All just very cool. Uh, but yeah, like the, the thing that feels like the almost like supporting character in that whole thing is just the how well composed the music is in that thing Um, yeah it's really remarkable i it's and it makes sense that it still leaves such an impression after i don't know 20 years after i was probably first exposed to it uh yeah do you got anything else to say about it who composed the music for uh a name that i should certainly know um yasunori mitsuda um with um nobuo uematsu coming on for a couple of tracks who is the um a long time final fantasy composer Mm-mm-mm. um but yasunori mitsuda did most of it i don't know if, i i actually don't know like what else they have done but they did this so fuck if it matters to me um, sure yeah i i yeah i loved it it was like i i think chrono trigger might um even beat out maybe this is recency bias but it might beat out earthbound for me oh interesting as a as like a a standout hmm, hmm. rpg classic rpg it's Earth just such a good story and like yeah also i mean the whole thing of like you uh you're, you're traveling through time you travel to the future and you see the ruined wasteland that the world becomes and then you get to go back and prevent that with your friends it's really potent because they're That's just pretty like, powerful yeah because not only is it just a ruined like fucking snowy like apocalypse like post-apocalyptic hellscape but like you go down into sewers and like folks are like like everyone's just hungry everything just sucks like like this is the last like remnants of humanity and there's no chance for them yeah yeah it's yeah no the 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 story structure is really well done the the um yeah it's really well written it's it really pulls you in and like knows when to take a turn at the right moment and like keeps pushing you forward. Um, yeah, I was all, I was just like immediately really struck by how mechanically sound it is. Like they, they really figured out the battle system and the, the encounter system and the rate at which you, uh, uh, encounter, uh, uh, monsters or, or other battles. Um, and like there, you know, I mean, it's a square RPG. There are a lot of like cool little offshoots to, to, to uh, little side quests to go and do mm-hmm. that affect mm-hmm. the world uh, and and like change things in the future in different ways. So, 
I remember very clearly like the quest that leads you to uh, obtaining Robo, in which you have to go into the factory and fight like all of the other robots and stuff. And it's such a such yeah. a weird like such a weird feeling of a very cold, hard, difficult like factory. And there's all these like identically built, yeah, enemies of the guy that you are saving, and he's different for some reason. Right. Yeah. It's it makes it like really uh, um, powerful that like such a such a a softy because Robo is such a like a nice soft guy that yeah. that someone like him could come from a place like that. Um, I yeah I really fell for Robo because there like the uh, a while after you meet him there's like that moment when you're like towards the end of the factory I think there's a a really powerful moment where you're. Um, you're trying to make your way out with Robo and you get like um, ambushed by all of the other robots who are still like doing what the, like the, their programming says. Um, so they're trying to stop you and uh, Robo tells you like, no, don't, don't fight them because like they're, you know, they're my family. They're my brothers, brothers and sisters. They're like me. And he just lets them like, he just sits there and lets them beat the shit out of him basically. Um, and, all the while, like these text boxes are popping up of him saying like, no, don't fight them. Don't hurt them. They're like me. They don't know what they're doing. Um, and you just have to watch and then they like walk away and then you have to fix him up. And it was shit. Robo. Damn. I, yeah, man, the, the, the core beats of that story. I only remember in like fits and spurts. And I, I do wonder if like revisiting it would like help crystallize the details and just having go like, Oh no, Chrono Trigger owns bones. Yeah. Like it's actually I, I, fantastic. I do think it might be worth replaying because um, yeah, having, having played it at, at this like age, I guess, I don't know, with like the, the information and hindsight that I have, like I, it, it is, it felt really special to me. I did have the DS version for a while and I lost it, I think, cause I lent it to a friend or something like that. Ah. Uh, I've heard that the steam version of it came out, sucked ass and now it's good. I think or if okay. it isn't, then there might be mods to make it not suck. Probably, uh, yeah. I'll have to double check on that though, because it is one of those things that, like, I think it's I think it's cheap as hell now. Like, I think it's a very, oh, very yeah. reasonable asking price for Corona Trigger on there. So, I'm uh, sure it's like five bucks or something on Steam, or I could just emulate it. Yeah, it is extremely easy. I've heard to hack your 3ds. <laughs> All right. Okay, great. Uh, I think we're I think we're coming up to time here. Do you feel good about leaving leaving that off on Chrono Trigger? I'm cool with that. Yeah, nice. Okay. Um. Oh, one thing that is important to announce. Uh, we are gonna go on a little mini summer break. The the podcast yes. is so we're basically taking all of August off. Um, and I think the plan right now is to come back with a new episode that will drop on the 14th of September. Um. I, I just have a, a bunch of stuff coming up personally. I've, uh, I'm going to be turning 30 and then uh, uh, Becca's actually mm. going to be going in for a um, pretty minor like elective surgery towards the end of August uh, that okay. I will have to play caretaker for, for them for a couple days, which I will uh, sure. do dutifully. Um, so August just really busy and also it's not a bad time for a break. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Mike, what will, what will you be doing over the summer vacation? Over the summer vacation, I will be fuck. Probably staying inside. It's hot <laughs> as shit. I don't know. I'm I'm not going anywhere. 
Um, I'm probably going to have a, an edit uh, cropping up in August, so I'll be on that. I'm going to be having a little cookout for my 30th birthday party. That's right. Fuck, man. I'm, I'm excited. That's very exciting. That's yeah. Nice. I'm going to try and make too much food for a lot of people. That sounds good. Yeah. That sounds very good. Mike, over the summer break, where can folks find your work online? Well, if I ever made any, they could find it uh, at uh, at EganWorks on Twitter. Um if, if I make it, you'll see it there. I'm all over the place. Beautiful. Um, and I'll be uh, doing my best Tim Allen impression. No, not like that. <laughs> As I strip wood and apply primer and uh, with the with our powers combined, Becca and I, we're gonna we're trying to repaint our the sunroom out in front, which has become oh, kind shit. of like a nice little uh, homeowner cosplay project for us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I will, I will tell you more about that later. Uh, cause it's been very Can't fun wait. and interesting. Can't wait. Okay. Thanks folks. Um, we'll see you. Enjoy, uh, enjoy your summer break. Cause I know we will. Uh? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I almost just hung up on accident. <laughs> Perfect.